When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and with me as always is your co-host, Brandon. Great Scott! (laughs) (laughs) Great Scott indeed. Man, what what a week of uh, movie news. A lot going on this week. Got a packed show for sure. So um, definitely want to jump right into it. with the box office results, what do we got this week, Brandon? Well, well, the number one movie, Zootopia, wow, that blew the doors open as far as uh, opening weekend for them. Let's go ahead and run it down real quick, top five. Number one, Zootopia, coming in at 75,063,000. Number two, we have London Has Fallen, 21,635,000. Number three, still hanging up there, Deadpool, Sixteen million seven hundred seven hundred twenty-five thousand. Number four, WTF, aka Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, seven million four hundred forty-three thousand. And at number five, Gods of Egypt, five million one hundred ninety-eight thousand. So that's a nice little top five that we got wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I didn't think London Has Fallen would go that high, and then Neither did I. Uh, even Gods of Egypt staying in the top five it was obviously a surprise at number two last week. Um, but yeah, Deadpool still holding strong. But uh, I mean, what's what's what stands out to you the most out of this? Well, I mean, we pretty much called Zootopia. I mean, most kids' movies these days uh, usually knock it out of the park the first couple of weeks, and that they did seventy-five million. That's not bad for an opening week in there. Um, Deadpool staying number three. I'm, I honestly, I don't know. Do you have the results from last week? What we predicted? Uh, yes, I do, my friend. Uh, we had last week. I did uh, Zootopia number one, Deadpool number two, London Has Fallen number three, WTF four, and Risen five. You did Zootopia one, Deadpool two, Kung Fu Panda three, wow. number three, <laughs> WTF, and London Has Fallen. Yeah. Well, as you can see, I really didn't think how London has fallen, but guess that has proven me wrong yeah at least at least you had it in your top five but i I, yeah i don't know what i was thinking with the risen there and i guess gods of egypt was number two last week so i don't know why i didn't put that in my top five this week but yeah i mean if you're a animated movie i mean and kung fu panda 3 was the only animated movie out until zootopia for about six Mm -hmm. weeks so when you get a new animated movie in there, it's crazy how far the the one before it dropped down. You had Kung Fu Panda from three to number seven, yeah, uh, for the and knocked it out of the top five in its first time in its six week run. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, I can see we still got the Revenant up there, number eight, and still clinging top twenty Star Wars sitting at number thirteen this week. Yeah, it's uh, and it only dropped looks like. 412th theaters this week it's still in over a thousand theaters and it's still yeah pulling in the in the million almost two million this week um one thing i mean that eddie the eagle movie for some reason i thought that would do a lot better it's in its second week and it's at number nine now number six last week it's only pulled in 10 million you think you know a movie with hugh jackman would pull in money but i guess there's no guarantees he needs another wolverine movie fast Yes, sir. All right. So our first topic of the day is Brandon. There's going to be well, it looks like anyways. It's not official yet, but it looks like there might be a Where's Waldo the movie happening. Oh wow! <laughs> the kids book. Yeah, yeah, the kids Where book. Where I could yeah. never find Waldo, and I would just throw the book after 20 minutes of looking. That book. Yes, exactly. Uh, how are this going? How are they going to make this into a movie? I I don't know. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean we'll. 
yeah how how do you make it into a movie is my was my initial thoughts obviously because uh, but it says according to an unconfirmed uh, report from tracking board the best-selling children's book series has landed uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg to bring the story to life so what story there's <laughs> not a story it's well, literally open up well that's that's the thing yeah you, what story but when you throw in the names Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg the guys who brought you super bad and Pineapple Express and all that, uh, it it piques my interest a little bit. Yeah, it piques mine too, but how do you make that into a movie? So you're not digging this, huh? I am definitely not too thrilled about this one. No. I mean, are they going to pause the movie 10 minutes into it and, look, find Waldo. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. This is kind of weird to me, but. I mean, well, I mean, it, uh, as of now, they're just producing it. But, I mean, say they they do write it and direct it and. That basically gives them control over casting, yeah. and things like that. So picture, say, Seth Rogen and and uh, James Franco again. Have James yeah. Franco maybe be the Waldo, always kind of getting into mischief, and it's kind of a story of where where's Waldo? So you're telling me it's gonna be another Pineapple Express? No, uh, hey, maybe uh, Seth Rogen is the. Well, they were both lowlifes in Pineapple Express, but James Franco was a little more. I, I, I'm kind of feeling it. I I think it's got potential. I think they can get creative with it, and I don't know. I, I like the idea. Brandon does not, obviously. Yeah, He's no, not I'm as... not a big fan of that, actually, at all. But, hey, we'll see. Maybe we'll get a trailer out. Maybe yeah. it'll pique my interest a little bit more. But right now, no bueno for Exactly. Me. I mean, it, and it's again, it's not even greenlit yet. It's all... You know, it's not confirmed, so, you know, who knows what will happen. But, yeah, I mean, as of now, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are in, in talks for it. I mean, mm. did you did you like Superbad and, and Pineapple oh, of Express? I mean, I love those movies, but that's an actual movie. We're talking about Where's Waldo, a book with no words. The only words are what object to look up, and now we're going to turn it into a movie. Uh, I'm not sold. All right, all right. Well, I mean, look at... Uh, I mean, did you think they would be able to make a movie out of uh, uh, Legos? Just, just I that? would say more about Legos than, than Where's Waldo. <laughs> I would put my money on that, yes. Okay, okay. Well, I hope in a few months we'll be talking about this after you see the trailer and you'll be like, Ben, I apologize. Maybe I'll bite my own words on that. But until then, no, no, nope, no, nada, <laughs> not a chance. All right. Well, that's Brandon feeling strong about the Where's Waldo situation. Yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of that one. All right. Well, if you don't, you're not feeling Where's Waldo. Uh, how do you feel about our next topic? Well, um, it just came out. Uh, Sony. Well, let's let's go back and backtrack a little bit. I don't. Do you recall when the interview came out and all the hacks came out from Sony? Yep. One of the hacks that came out, which a lot of people scratched their head at, was a Men in Black. Slash twenty three street jump or twenty three jump street crossover. Well, it looks like Sony's actually going to go forward with that, and they plan on bringing together Men in Black with twenty three jump street and making a crossover movie. Uh, the weird thing is, here's the catch: it's going to keep Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, but according to the report, they're looking to get rid of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. So you keep two, you get rid of two, you recast. What are your feelings on this? Yeah, that it's definitely interesting. I mean, I've had a lot of feelings when I first heard this report. Because, <laughs> I mean, when we first initially heard it, as you said, with all the Sony hacks, people just kind of wrote it off. Like, yeah, that's yep. kind of not happening. Kind of almost negated everything that was being said on the in the Sony hacks. You know, we didn't yep. know what to take serious. You know, the, even the whole Spider-Man going back to Marvel thing. Yep. So it kind of just was pushed to the side. But. Yeah, now that it's coming out, it's it's intriguing. A lot like the Where's... I think it's a little more intriguing than Where's Waldo. Yeah. Um, at first, so yeah, as I said, I had a lot of a lot of feelings about it. At first, I was like, "Heck no! What the what what the hell are we talking about yeah. here? <laughs> That's the weirdest combination ever." But then I started thinking about it. It's like, okay, it might might work. You know, it's both you know comedies. They're not really taking themselves seriously. seriously yeah. Um, but then I was like, okay. But then when I heard Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith were out, I was like, okay, no, it's not going to work. But then I got thinking about it again, and <laughs> I'm intrigued yeah. again. I mean, I, th I it, it's it's very interesting. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think you're going to keep a lot of the uh, general audience just because of the two household names, Channing Tatum 
and Jonah Hill. I think you're going to keep a lot of that crowd. Um, I mean, 21, 21 and 22 Jump Street were both hilarious movies. Um, when they came out, those were t- some of my top favorite comedies of that year. So, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'll be interested to see who they cast. I guess I'm assuming a younger uh, casting for uh, the two wars that Agent Smith. What's his name? I don't remember the names of the who they Yeah, uh, Agent K and J. Okay. Uh, or Will Smith was Agent J. So I'm assuming they're going to go younger. So maybe we'll get some. I don't know. Yeah. Who, who, I mean, quick. Who would you cast then, real quick? If if you had a guess, who would you look for to replace them? And I guess younger actors would probably be who we're going for. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm almost looking at like it seems like you know Zac Efron was in Neighbors with Seth Rogen which kind of made me think oh Zac Efron's not so bad so I I for, he's the first name that comes up when you just ask that okay um I could see him in that um and, and even uh, Dave Franco who was in Neighbors as well I could oh, see him okay. in that yeah. Yeah. um I mean who do you see I mean it's just weird because I was just watching a clip on SNL. Jay Farrow, I, I could see him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. His, his first big break, something like that. Um, I don't know, not too many. I mean, uh, Anthony Mackie, not now. Nah, well, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. yeah. I, I mean, know. it would I mean, be pretty we'll cool to see him in that kind of role. He was just in that comedy uh, before. Oh, what's before, it called? Night, Night before, before Christmas. Yeah. Or, or before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because the I, I I love the Jump Street series. Like I loved the yeah, first and second years. one. You know, the first one they were undercover in high school. The second one is college. So I mean, where where do you really go from here? So it's like it seems like this will kind of spice it up. I'm already going to be, you know, buy a ticket for 23 Jump Street. So yeah, mine. I yeah, uh, why yeah. not add Men in Black? I mean, the third Men in Black wasn't so great. I loved the first one. Even the second one wasn't that great. But you know, why not? It's yeah. it's unique. It's interesting. Never, it was never. You know. Doesn't seem like two franchises that I would ever think to put together, but hey, I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, maybe their next assignment, you know, uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah and Jonah Hill. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're trying to get into. I don't know something alien. (laughs) Yeah, they don't realize it's alien. So I mean, they could do a lot with it. So I uh, yeah. can't wait to hear and that's another franchise looks like will smith is leaving but uh since we're on will smith real quick uh bad boys 3 i know we talked about this in one of the other podcasts yep it looks like sony uh has pushed back the date uh it was originally scheduled for february 17th 2017 it looks like they pushed it back to june 2nd 2017 so it looks like they're moving stuff around to accommodate the dark tower which we talked about a little bit last week right so yeah, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer, but hopefully uh, it turns out to be way great quality it usually is for the bad boy movies. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I would think, you know, they would have Dark Tower come out a little later. It seems like more of a, uh, I, guess, I guess maybe not more of a summer movie, but uh, as Deadpool has proven this year, it really doesn't matter what t- what time of year movies come out. They can they can make bank no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, t- Disappointed to see that he's not in Men in Black anymore, but yeah, it's pretty cool to hear that they're going to be doing the sequel. And yeah, I'm not really worried yeah. that they pushed it back. Or we might get a cameo. Maybe we can get a cameo from them or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Even if, you know. Some kind of tie in. Yeah, exactly. That would, I would like that. Just like how Johnny Depp cameoed in yeah. Jump, Jump Street in the first one. Vanessa you know. Robbins did. Yep. Yeah, a couple of the old characters, so that'd be cool. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I. I would, I mean, I, my, my ticket, if I could pre-order right now, I'd pre-order Men in Black 23 Jump Street. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Next topic. Just came out yesterday, because it's Friday today, right? <laughs> yes, it is Friday. <laughs> Enjoying your work day, hopefully. Yes, of course. So Civil War trailer dropped yesterday. All I can do is... If you know what that is, that's me clapping. That is Brandon that clapping. Is me clapping. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing trailer. I'll go ahead. What What are your thoughts on it before I get uh, into it? I mean, what? It, first of all, speechless right now, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best trailer for it yet. One of the best trailers Absolutely. in a while. Um, just 
everything about it. I mean, first you got the uh, Thunderbolt Ross, you know, yep. saying, you know, all the events that happen, you know, New York, obviously referring to the first Avengers, mm-hmm. um, DC re- referring to Winter Soldier, and then the third event he brings up is the one in Age of Ultron, but yep. that country. <laughs> um so that was pretty cool. Finally, realize okay why they're you know mm-hmm. the government's getting involved because all these catastrophic events are happening and the superheroes are involved. So the government's kind of intervening. Um, thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened there. We we saw a lot of the same clips we did in the first trailer, mm-hmm. which was fine. Uh, a lot more Black Panther, which I was super excited about. Um, in a lot of action with Panther, that scene where he uh, catches running. up with yeah. uh, <laughs> Winter Soldier, yeah, awesome. Bucky on the uh, motorcycle. Man, that was, that was pretty sick. Awesome. Um, and then we got to see some uh, Ant Man in action flying yep. on the arrow, Hawkeye's arrow. Awesome, awesome shot. That was amazing. Um, that those are just some of mine. I'll get into more depth. I want to give you a chance to bring up any moments you liked from yeah, the trailer. Um, I know mean, we've touched on it before, but I every time I see it, uh, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. wrestling with Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. barely able to get his, uh, I guess, what would we want to say, armor, gloved hand on, and Bucky fires a shot. I paused it. Robert Downey Jr.'s face at that moment when he realizes he's, this is for real, Winter Soldier's trying to kill him. His face was priceless. Yep. Robert Downey Jr., he's just... Moving up little by little is one of my favorite actors. Like I just the little things he does in the movies, I'm I'm just I love it. Um, like you said, Black Panther, our first real clear shot of him. I mean, personally, I felt didn't disappoint. Very happy. Even the beginning scene where they showed Winter Soldier looks like he's coming out of um, what's the Darth over? Vader uh, yeah. looking thing. I mean, that was just that whole scene. Yeah, was, I love that. Was awesome. Everybody's reaction around the table when they're playing the videos. Like their faces, like disappointment, and when Chris Evans looks across the table, which is Captain America, by the way, at Scarlet Witch, and he just sees her slump her head down, he kind of okay, we get it, we've we've had enough. I mean, just those, just the first thirty seconds, I was like, wow, and um, yeah, I mean, you the story build up just in the first thirty seconds for me was that trailer. I mean, pre order the tickets, I'm gonna be there, the first showing, I'm in, sold. Oh, Sold. definitely. And then, yeah, I mean, like, uh, when you brought up Ban- Black Panther again, it made me think of, we actually, we saw Black Panther without the suit on the ground at one point, like, devastated over some sort of disaster. Did you notice that? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, <sighs> possible spoiler, just a guess. Um, I'm thinking that building that blew up uh, was where he was in the building. I think he probably represents Wakanda. He's he is in the comics he's their ambassador, so um I'm thinking he was in the building when it blew up and that was him getting up off the ground. So Yeah. Well yeah, and that kind of gives you a th- an idea of what his motivation is going to be, like why he's even involved. He's obviously pissed. I mean, something bad happened, he wants to mm-hmm. you know, make sure whoever's responsible gets there what's coming to him absolutely another spoiler i think hold on hold on spoiler maybe there's our spoiler noise by the way guys all right sorry yeah, Brandon. Spoiler, what's your spoiler slash maybe it's my own <laughs> prediction um if you watch the trailer carefully you see something com- coming up out of the water when you see robert downey jr walking around it looks like to me it's some kind of super prison I don't know if you looked around when he's walking around. Those look like containment cells. Oh, yeah. And so I'm thinking that's for Baron. America's team. So, I mean, I, I'm i thinking that's kind of where we're going. I mean, he did it, say we'll do whatever is necessary to um, handle the, handle it. So I mean, to get into the comics a little, I, I didn't even notice that. But, yeah, if it looks like that, I mean, that might be where Baron Zemo's involved, too. Because he, in the comics, he captured, like, a lot of the bad guys to make a team, the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe that is. Some, I was hoping to see a little Baron Zemo in this, but we yeah, didn't I see mean, that's, and you know what? A lot of people probably don't even realize there is an actual villain in this movie. Yeah, there is an actual villain. It's not going to be. It actually, I guess, it depends on your viewpoint who the villain is in the real mo- in the movie. But there is an actual villain, Baron Zemo, and it'll be interesting to see how he pl- how this plays out with him. I mean, I forgot all about it actually. Yeah. Until you brought it up, I mean, it's we've been so focused on 
Team Cap versus Team Iron Man. You forget there's an actual villain maybe pulling the strings behind everything, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, we got a glimpse of Crossbones. I think he's like kind of like a more minor villain in this. He, I think he might be what actually gets the story going that's, maybe a little. That's what I've read from pretty much a lot of the news reports. He's going to be the catalyst for uh, what gets everything rolling. So I think he's going to have some more uh, screen time than maybe we think. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about all this stuff, and we haven't even talked about the cherry on top. Well, the cherry on top. Wait, yeah, I'm getting, we can I'm say hands it. up. I'm getting hands up. Uh, well, I, I just wanted to mention a couple more things. Okay. Uh, just uh, um, the Scarlet Witch vision that when she's uh, uh, got her yeah, powers yeah. and vision. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was a sweet looking scene. Absolutely. So, so we obviously the see we finally see the well not finally. I mean we've only seen her in one movie, but we see the real power of Scarlet Witch. I mean you think Vision is the strongest of everyone in this movie but obviously that's mm-hmm. not the case anymore <laughs> that yeah, was... he was on both his knees looking crazy yes yeah. and i loved the um emotion in the trailer um even robert yeah. downey jr man he yeah. like you said like, i mean he's a he's moving just up there on my list subtle subtle acting and it's just powerful really, even how so no matter how subtle it is yeah just develops he really dives into his characters and i mean you're talking about that i mean how about the scene where uh war machine gets shot down yeah and like his reaction when he was yelling as he was chasing oh yeah was, uh, that's what i mean and then uh um oh i forget I, I don't know what exactly what he says but it's right before he basically just punches Captain America right in the face. You can see like tears in his eyes. Yeah. So like this is gonna be crazy. Yeah, like we, uh, we said last week, well, the yep, report said something about an emotional horror story. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what I was about to say. You beat me to the punch, but yes. Um, you know, it looks like everybody brought their A game for the movie. I know Anthony Mackie had mentioned that before. He felt like this was the best movie with all the cast together. He said there he felt like everybody brought their A game, and the trailer kind of backs it up. Yeah, definitely. It could easily, even just by seeing this trailer alone, I don't think it's going to disappoint. It could easily be better than any Avengers movie. I mean, like I said, I think we've already had this discussion. Captain America Winter Soldier, I think, is my favorite Marvel movie. This might surpass that. I know. Very well surpass it. I mean, I agree with you, but it's funny that we're already jumping to those conclusions. I mean, the trailer? And it's it's better than any trailer I've seen for Batman v Superman so far. Uh, mm. I'm... I mean, I just hope I don't do what I did for Avengers 2, which was was so hyped into that movie. When I saw it, I was just a little bit disappointed. Maybe I had overhyped it so much that when I saw it, I expected more. And I'm trying not to do that with this movie, but yeah. I mean, the stuff I saw makes me... It's hard not to. Yeah, I mean, just the feedback we're hearing about it and everything else, I really... I. Yeah, I'm trying not to have too much high hopes for it, but it doesn't sound like we'll, we'll even need to worry about that. It's... Oh. Two months cannot come fast enough, but go ahead and talk about your... Oh, oh I mean, oh, just one more thing, too. I know um, our, our DJ, you know, a lot of questions, is there going to be an Iron Man 4? I mean, real quick, he did touch on it that this is kind of his Iron Man 4. That's why I feel like his performance in this, he's putting so much into it because he knows there might not be an Iron Man 4, so he's giving the audience what they want. So he kind of touched on that in the interview saying this, this is kind of his Iron Man uh, four. Yeah, so. I th- I think that's awesome. Uh, I th- yeah, I love that he's been sticking around this long. He's been going at it since 2008. Here we are, 2016, mm-hmm. and he's going to be with us until at least 2018 after Infinity, Infinity Wars. Wars. Yep. And then part two, I think, is in 2019. Um, but yeah, it's, I love this cinematic universe they've created. So, <laughs> so, so awesome. And then um, Robert, oh man, what was I going to say? I'm so sorry. But what were you going to... You had something? No, I was just ready to take that cherry off yes. and share it with the world. Give it Man, to us. Um, the introduction of the MCU Spider-Man. First time we've seen him in costume. His scene... It was pretty funny. I actually laughed. But uh, <laughs> first of all, I saw it. But wow. What are, you, what are your thoughts? First time we've seen Spider-Man by a uh, different actor. I actually want to hear your thoughts first on this because I'm very interested to hear what you say, and then I'll, I'll give you my well, thoughts. Um, wow, where do I start? Spider-Man <laughs> costume, a little bit different than the comics. Uh, there's a traditional pattern, a little bit of black. It looks like they added some black to it. And 
the eyes yeah. seem to have some kind of mechanical function, and they kind of, it's kind of like the comics. In the comics, his eyes would get, the white would go bigger when he got excited, but it's a comic, so you can get away with that, you know? Um, we're talking about real life. But it looks like his his eyes almost um, react to how he's feeling emotionally. So, I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, he took the shield out of Cap's hand. Well, the introduction, I don't know what Robert Downey Jr. said, but he, like, clapped his hands and said, uh, un- under... He, yeah, under rules! <laughs> yeah, and then you get to... You hear the spider web, and the shield pops out, and he says, hello there. Or or, like hey, everyone. Hey, hey, everyone. Every, hey, everybody. You got you to gotta keep in mind, too, this Spider-Man is still in high school. Uh, he's a kid, so we should get a lot of comedy quirk coming from him, too. That's how he is in the comics. He's one of the... In the comics, I would say he's probably top three in Marvel, joking around um, in his earlier years. So, I mean, if Tom Holland, who's playing uh, Peter Parker now, if he sticks to that, I'll be okay with it. I'm I'm okay with what it looks like. And, uh, I mean, like I said, we saw literally 15 seconds of him, so I can't really make too much of a judgment. Yeah, if if that. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, my initial thoughts... Um, I love the introdu- introduction of him. It was more of a, like a lighthearted moment, moment after that um, emotional trailer. You know, Robert Downey Jr. just, uh, or Iron Man, uh, enough of this. Hey, Underoos. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, you just see him take the web uh, and pull the Captain America shield uh, from Captain America and then tie his hands with his web. You only see the web at first, and then it switched to switches to a shot of him holding Captain America's shield. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Th- th- yeah, as I was speaking just now, I just realized how really cool that was. Yeah. Um, d- so, yeah, w- my initial thoughts, when I first saw him, I was like so excited. We're going to see Spider-Man, and then... I saw the webs, and I was like, yes, yes. And then when they saw them, I just saw... All I saw was CGI and animated. So I, I was a little thrown off by that. It seems like maybe they're just... They haven't done the finishing touches yet, and they just kind of threw that in just to, you know, make us happy. Um, that mm-hmm. that was one thing that threw me off. And then his... I know you said he's in high school still, but his voice did throw me off. Uh, it sounded like... a a lot younger than even high school. <laughs> um, but all in all, I, I think it was a definitely a cool introduction that it's pretty epic that he was actually in kind of symbolic that he was holding Captain America's shield yeah. the first time we see him. I uh, mean, who would have thought this day would have happened where Spider-Man would actually be in the Marvel movie, an official Marvel movie yeah. with the Avengers. I mean, by far that's Marvel's most popular character and to see him, well, we didn't even actually see him really interact with everybody, but to, just to know that he's going to and going to be in future movies, uh, I have no words. I just want yeah. to cry. And then for for average moviegoers, I mean, yes, uh, Spider-Man is a Mar- has always been a Marvel character, but uh, Sony Movie Studio has always owned the r- movie rights to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. Marvel Studios, which is what all the Avengers are, they're the ones, they've finally got the rights to put him in their movies. Uh, Sony obviously still owns them as well, but yeah, just to give you a little heads up if you were confused by that. Um, But I mean, yeah, I I mean, it almost seems like, yeah, symbolic that he had that Captain America shield kind of there, almost like subtle hint that, hey, he's finally home. Yeah, he's finally part of Marvel Studios, finally an Avenger. Um, And then when I said I forgot what I was going to say, I was actually going to bring up about Rhodey, uh, War Machine, Mm -hmm. um, in the trailer, getting shot down. I mean, they've hinted at it so much, uh, and it almost seems like it's too obvious to think that he's going to bite the bullet in this. I mean, what do you... I don't think he is. Um, Simple fact that I know he's on a multiple multiple pitcher deal so that kind of yeah. throws stuff a little wrench in it but yes i don't think he's going to be dead i think it's going to be somebody it's going to have to be somebody else to have a greater impact in the movie uh to die I yeah to be a more because because showing it in the trailer yeah. kind of just takes away the emotional yeah. impact it would happen uh, yes no i completely agree with you yeah i mean because uh yeah i mean for the first i think two trailers we saw of this you know, I saw that and was like, yeah, he's not going to die. It's just something to kind of throw us off. There's mm-hmm. no way they're going to show it in the trailer. But then after seeing this one, it kind of, uh, you know, gave it a little more emotion to it. I was like, maybe he does. Well, it's a possibility, but I, I, I highly yeah. doubt it. But like you said, 
that might be the emotional turning point for Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Iron Man. That might be his turning point in a movie that makes him uh, go off or go ape crap, whatever yeah. you want to say. Um, the No Mercy role after that. So yeah, obviously, like we said, Winter Soldier's playing for keeps. He was there, obviously, to shoot and kill, you know, Tony Stark. So yeah, he tried to shoot him right in the face. <laughs> so, I mean, it looks like uh, everything's gonna be at high stakes. You know, probably from that point in the movie going forward, is my guess. But we'll find. We'll have to find out. Right, and yeah, I know we got to get going. We got a lot to get to, but real quick, I mean, it, that part where he calls Spider Man. That seems like it's going to be towards maybe the towards the beginning because you know I, Iron Man still be at his normal self, just joking around. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the stakes are very high at that point, so it seems like that scene's kind of. Yeah, I think the trailer is trying to mislead us on what part and where these these events are happening in the movie. So it'll be interesting interesting to see how it plays out in the actual movie. Um, I think that's kind of like the. No, I'm changing movies, but. Batman vs Superman. I kind of feel like the same thing about their trailer. It, it's kind of misleading you on what part those events are taking place in the movie. So it'll be interesting to see where, like you said, where that takes part. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So yeah, that was a great trailer. Obviously, overall, what's uh, what's our next topic? Yeah. Well, speaking of Spider Man, um, good things have to come to an end. It looks like. Uh, not sure how I feel about this next news article, but Venom movie back on at Sony. Like we just talked about, you brought it up before. Sony still owns right to Spider-Man, but they're sharing him with Marvel slash Disney. Um, but Venom, which is one of Spider-Man's bigger foes, looks like they're going to keep going with a solo movie, which they had talked about before. But as the article brings out by our friends at comicbookmovie.com, um, where am I looking at? The word is it will now stand apart from and unrelated to the reboot that's in the works with Tom Holland in Captain America Civil War. So it looks like it will have nothing to do with the Spider-Man movie. So uh, I guess my thoughts and my concerns are how far away are they going to plan on taking him from the Spider-Man universe? And yeah, I mean... What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, the Spider-Man universe is the um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So, I mean, are they saying that he's not going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I mean, that's... Technically? Technically, <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, I know they had all these crazy movies, and when the Sony hacks came out, they had Venom movie spinoff. They had, a, uh, at one point, uh, Gwen... St- Gwen... Gwen Stacy, yep. Spider-Man possible spinoff. They Didn't had, they even? Wasn't there even something about Aunt May, like yeah, a young the, Aunt May? Aunt May. They had a Sinister Six movie. They had all these crazy movies that they wanted to come out with, which really didn't make sense. Now you know this news is kind of disheartening. A Venom movie that has nothing to do with the Spider-Man movie. Um, I, I guess you can give him his own movie origin story, but you need to keep it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least in the outer realms of it, so it kind of connects when you want to bring them together. But yeah, that's where I'm concerned. I don't know. I mean, if they go off and do their own thing, how do you bring Venom in later on? Yeah, I mean, how how does Venom live in a world without Spider-Man? Like, I, I mean, again, does he exist in these movies? Like, does Spider-Man, like, is he even going to be mentioned? Like, I yeah, I mean, that's that's what's throwing me off. Um, I mean, the one thing that I could see might work is having him in Carnage, who is basically another Venom. Yeah, but a symb- symbiote. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, if Sony's making these with Spider-Man characters, I would hope they would still be a part of the same universe. And if they're not and they do mention Spider-Man, that's kind of going to kind of throw me off with yeah. the MCU and all that. Um uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. And uh, did you hear today that uh, um, Josh Trank, the director of fan- <laughs> this most recent Fantastic Four, is in don't. talks to possibly direct it? Okay. Uh, I might go just give my headphones back right now and leave. <laughs> uh, are you serious? Yeah, I just read that when we were, I was preparing for the show oh, and we were about to record. Um, yeah, I read Josh Trank is possibly the director for Venom. Um, obviously, it's still, you know, not 
not confirmed or anything yet, but yeah, I mean, after that disaster of a uh, Fantastic Four movie that he directed, I wouldn't think anyone would allow him near any Nine sort of ten foot pole. Like, yeah, what? I mean, I mean, to his credit, I mean, the studio had a lot to do with um, his, you know fall <laughs> the studio had a lot of say of what it was getting put in that movie and he kind of got pushed aside but even so i mean that, yeah, that kind of makes I, I, me even less excited about venom now mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. we came off such an emotional high of happiness with the last new story then we hop on this and yeah wow that's great yeah. thank you sony we love you <laughs> oh brother alright next topic um, some Star Wars news mm-hmm. um, recently Bob Iger uh, the CEO of Disney um, was uh, had an interview and he was talking about you know the n- new Star Wars movies and everything and he brought up that uh, Han Solo which is an anthology movie it's going to be you know kind of a uh, backstory of Han Solo. It's not going to be part of the episodes or anything. You know, episode seven, eight, and nine. It's a separate story. It's called Han Solo: A Star Wars Story. Um, it's been confirmed now that it's also going to ch- include Chewbacca, okay. which isn't surprising in and of itself. But it says a Chewbacca origin story as well, um, which is I, I was surprised at that. I thought it was. Basically, what I pictured this movie, I thought it was just going to be Han Solo. Maybe Chewbacca would show up at one point, but it's actually going to kind of get into the uh, origin story of how he and Chewbacca first met, and okay. you know why they're so close and all that. I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, I really don't have a concern one way or another. I yeah. guess I'm happy Chewbacca's in it. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I would. I mean, me personally would think. Chewbacca would be part of Han Solo's origin story. Uh, you know, just from... Well, I guess we can't look at the the old books anymore. That's not canon with the yeah. stuff. So I guess maybe he'll get a new origin on how those two hooked up. But, um, yeah, I, I figured he'd make an appearance somehow one way or another. So, I mean, I'm happy, you know. And, yeah. Uh, it's just another Star Wars movie, you know, so I'm not excited about that. Any Star Wars news is good news. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm not worried about it either. Just... I just hope it doesn't take away from, you know, the other movies, you know, how they, I hope it, they do it in a good way and it's not, uh, I don't know, I just, I just hope it's done right. Um, sometimes you don't always need to know how someone met, you know, you just kind of get an idea of their friendship just from watching them mm-hmm. already friends. But, hey, uh, it's a, like you said, it's another Star Wars movie. I'm excited for it. I really no, no complaints, just more concerns, if anything. But hey, it'll be cool to see Chewbacca again yeah. with Han Solo. Won't be Harrison Ford, obviously, but hey, I'm excited. Star Wars, man. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's our next topic? <laughs> well, um, gonna be switching gears. Uh, a lot of as we're getting closer, we're getting we're only a couple weeks away from Batman vs Superman. And they keep dropping some new stuff. Uh, the latest news is Spider-Man star. Funny, we're back to Spider-Man. J.K. Simmons, uh, if you don't know who that is, who he played in Spider-Man, he was the editor at the Daily Bugle who was always yelling at Peter Parker and trying to haggle him on picture prices. Uh, looks like in- he's been casted to play commis- Commissioner Jim Gordon, which is funny because one of the rumors you know, with the Batman vs. Superman movie was... Commissioner Gordon was dead in this universe, so it's interesting to see how um, this is playing out. I guess apparently that's not the case. Commissioner Gordon is very much alive, and uh, he's going to be in the Justice League movie, and I'm assuming he'll be in Ben Affleck's directed Batman movie, solo movie too as well. What do you think about that? I, I love it. J.K. Simmons is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. As I said last week, just watched Re- Whiplash again recently, the movie he won an Oscar for yeah. as the jazz teacher. He's a f- <laughs> an amazing actor. He basically steals every scene he's in in every movie. You know, He's been known for more of his supporting roles. Obviously, he'll still be playing a supporting role with Jim Gordon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man with you know the Tobey Maguire ones. Um but yeah, he's in Juno and uh, 
I love you, man. He had a small role in that. You know, he's mo- a lot of co- comedic roles, but uh, I love this. I think it's a great, good casting. I, I agree with you. Great casting, actually. Did you see the fan art they did of him? What he would look like? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Actually, pretty spot on. So I guess you know all those people that were campaigning for him to re- take his role back as uh, uh, what guy just said his name. Jay Jameson or uh, John John Jameson Jonah Jameson Jonah Jameson <laughs> uh, looks like that's not going to happen. People, he's going to be Commissioner Gordon, so that ship has sailed at this point. But yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. That's good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's like I said, he steals every scene he's in. Even even had a uh, good role in uh, Juno. I might have already said that, but yeah, Juno. He had a subtle role. No, no. Yeah, I did say Juno. I meant uh, Burn After Reading. He was good in that with uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Didn't have any scenes with them, but he was kind of like a boss man of the, I think it was CIA. He had a subtle role in that, which was good. But yeah, mm-hmm. just anything he's in, like I said, I, I love. Um, so yeah, excited for that. And can't wait to see what that brings. Yeah, me too. All right, Brandon. I think it's that time again. That time of month, I should say. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, or did, oh, okay. are we not going on to that topic? Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm choking around. That time of the month. Yes, it's that time of the month. What? We, we you know, interchange who picks movie of the month. It's movie of the month time, guys. Flashback. What did, and it's Flashback Friday, movie of the month. Thanks, for that um (laughs) what did you pick this month brandon for march 2016 for movie the month flashback friday movie of the month favorite movies of all time 1989 batman don't tell all your friends about me who are you i'm batman Tim yes. Burton's Batman, very yes. nice. That's what kind of set the trend. Actually, that was the first big comic book movie of, the, of that time. That kind of after the Superman, George um, George Reeves movies. Christopher uh, Reeves, Christopher, yeah, George Reeves, yeah, Christopher Reeves. You guys know what I meant. Okay, I knew. Um, that's kind of what sent the comic book trend movies. After that, they started making more and more comic book movies. So, hats off to you, Tim Burton, for uh, taking that up and leading the charge. Is that what got you into comic books and all that? Or I mean, I was actually reading comic books before that came out, but yes, that um, Batman, that was a great movie. Man, where do I even start at? Great actors, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Billy D. Williams, Kim Basinger. Um, great soundtrack. I can't say who uh, the soundtrack is because we're going to be hitting that a little bit later in the trivia, but um, yeah, I mean, that was what I pictured a Batman movie to be at the time as a kid. I mean, everything was so bigger than life. Batman was bigger than life. Uh, the gadgets they had, the, the Batmobile, his Batplane. I mean, Joker was over the top. I mean, everything about that movie was amazing at the time as a kid. And still, to, even as an adult, I watch it and I can't turn away from it. Brings back so many memories. I had all the toys, the Batcave. I mean, there was that was one of the best merchandising movies I think actually. Um, but I was reading uh, did really well merchandising, so they definitely made their money. They made their money back for the studio and it, and everything else. But um, yeah, I mean, what stands out to you? Well, I didn't even talk about favorite scenes in the movie, but what stands out to you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, one person mainly is you know Jack Nicholson. Whenever I think of that movie, I think Jack Nicholson. His Joker is just out of this world. I mean, the funny thing about it is Jack Nicholson didn't really have to act. He basically is Joker no matter where he is. Um, That definitely stands out. I remember as a kid I used to, a little embarrassing, I used to have my sister paint white makeup on me and I would uh, uh, flip the Joker cards in my fingers like he used to do, like the... The quick oh, flip. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> used to do that a little bit, um, and then just yeah, Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, I think even at the time, I think people when he first was cast as Batman, they were kind of like, really, yeah, but yep, he exactly. Yeah, he he pulled it off. I mean, he's a great Bruce Wayne, great Batman, great actor. Um, I love that we kind of got an origin story for Joker in that movie, which was cool. Um, even the subtle performances. Um, 
uh, Jack, oh, what's his name? The actor who played uh, Jack Nicholson's boss right before he yeah. before he turned to Joker. Yeah. That actor using City Slickers and all that. Oh man, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, but even, yeah, even his subtle performance in it. You had uh, uh, Billy D. Williams, yep. <laughs> who was as... Harvey Dent. A lot of people don't realize that was actually Two Face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Exactly, um, and then yeah, uh, Jack Palance is okay. his name. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, I mean, this yeah obviously started my love for Batman, and Tim Burton did a, an awesome job. Loved, loved even the quirkiness that he brought about, and even more quirky in Batman Returns, which yeah. was good as well. But um, but yeah, it's I mean awesome of, movie. One of my favorite scenes in all movies when. Batman gets up to the top of the church they're in and he's fighting all of Joker's goons and that was just like man I'm like I wish I was Batman fighting all <laughs> those dudes and then the line that Joker said to Vicky Vell um, we're like Beauty and the Beast but if anybody else calls you Beast I'll rip their head off and I was like that's <laughs> such a great line I love it yeah it's Jack Nicholson at his finest there I mean it's almost a shame that he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for it like you know Heath Ledger did in 2008 obviously not saying Heath Ledger didn't deserve it just think Jack Nicholson also deserved it um but yeah phenomenal film you know mm-hmm. got anything else for it <laughs> just oh man I, I'm wiping away tears right now Oh, my face. So cute. So, since you're so in love with uh, Batman, how about a little friendly trivia game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, folks. We do this every month with our Flashback Friday movie of the month. Play a little trivia game. Uh, so we did our answers earlier on, and uh, don't know who got them right yet. So we'll find that out with along with you, folks. So here we go. Cue the music. All right. First question is, bear with me, folks. All right. Question number one. If you are any kind of Tim Burton fan, you should know who does the theme songs for most of his movies, including Batman. Who is it? Is it A, James Horner, B, Joseph DeLuca, C, Danny Elfman, or D, John Williams? I'm going to go with uh, C, Danny, or Danny Elfman. I went with that as well. And we were right. All right, one to one. Question number two. What job does Vicki Vale have? Is it A, a psychologist, B, a photographer, C, an, al- Ooh, an analyst, or D, a reporter. Oh crap! <laughs> well, folks, it looks like I screwed up. What? What do you mean? <laughs> well, the answers are different, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They okay. Sorry, so we'll folks. Just, have to just say it as we go, I guess. Exactly. Bear with me a moment here. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Way to go, Brandon. Way to go. (laughs) Do not look at me. Oh, man. Okay. Danny Elfman was the first one. Sorry, guys. I just got to pull it up again. Okay. Here we go. This is great radio right now. All right, Danny Elfman. Okay, so uh, Kim Basinger was, or Vicky Vale was, I said a reporter. What did you say? Uh, She's a photographer. The answer is photographer. Man, I guess, so that's one wrong for me. All right. There have been many Batmans. Who was Batman in the 1989 film? A, Michael Douglas. B, Val Kilmer. C, George Clooney. Or D, Michael Keaton. Going to go with Mr. Michael Keaton. Yes, I went with that as well. Come on. Give us a hard one. All right. Yes, the answer was Michael Keaton, obviously. All right. Here we go, number four. When Bruce is trying to explain that he is Batman to Vicky, he says, My life is, is it A, complicated, B, confusing, C, complex, D, catastrophic. 
I went with complicated. What did you go uh, with? I went with complicated as well, sir. The answer is not complicated. It's complex. Wow. Okay. All right. Nice Just keep keep track of how many you get wrong, would you yeah, please? That's what I'm doing, sir. Thank you. All right. What is the name of Joker's lady who has been made into human art? Is it Veronica, Kim, Vicky, or Alicia? I went with Veronica. And I went with Alicia. The answer is Alicia. Brandon taking a heavy lead here. All right. What is Joker's real name for question number six? I went with Jack Napier. Yeah, well, I went with Jack. I forgot the last name, so my friend, you are probably correct. Yes, it is Jack Napier. You got that wrong? Yes, I did. All right. Number seven. What happens when people use certain combinations of Joker's cosmetic products? Is it A, they become his henchmen, B, they pass out, uh, C, they die with a smile, or D, their face burns off? I went with they die with a smile. Same here. The answer is they die with a smile. Both right. Number eight out of 15, folks. To distract the Joker from seeing Batman, Vicky comments on how she loves the color he is wearing as she kisses his sleeve. What color is his suit? Is it yellow, blue, lime, green, or purple? What did you have? Only one color. Purple. Yes, sir. I went with that, too. The answer is purple. All right. Number nine. What is the name of Joker's number one man? Is it Bob, Carl, Jack, or Hank. I went with Bob. That's what I went with too, sir. We were both correct. Number 10. Who sets up Jack to get killed at the beginning of the film? Is it Harvey Dent, Carl Grissom, Mayor Borg, or Bruce Wayne? I went with Carl Grissom. That is the correct answer, sir. Is that what you went with? Yes. And that is the correct answer, sir. Number 11. What does Bruce use as a sort of bulletproof vest when he is in Vicky's apartment facing the Joker? Is it a metal door, the top of a cookie jar, a tray, or his bat suit? I went with a tray. I went with a tray as well, sir. We were both correct. And uh, along with putting the letters down, I did put the answers down as well, so I am going off of what I originally put by the way. Thank you very much. Number 12. Who sang and wrote the song Trust off the movie soundtrack as well as six other songs? I put Prince. That would be correct, sir. What did you put? Prince. That would be correct. Come on now. (laughs) That would be correct. We were both right. Number 13. The Joker says I have given a name to my blank and it is Batman. Is it Agony? Annoyance, pain, or enemy? I did annoyance. What did you did do? You no, what did you do? I put agony. The answer is pain. We both got that wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please put your wrong answers. Yeah, Guys, he's trying to cheat. I'm not. Jeez, okay, well, wait, wait, we're going to talk about cheating the last. Hey. Hey, I don't know. What, I don't know guy. what he's talking about. All right. Who? All right. Number fourteen. Two left. Who is Knox? Bruce's butler, a reporter trying to do a story on Batman, a Gotham City cop, or one of Joker's thugs? What did you have? A reporter. Huh. I put one of Joker's thugs. The answer is a reporter. Brandon was right. I think that kind of sealed the deal. Number 15. <laughs> He's getting so cocky over here. His first win, by the way, of three yeah. months of well, doing guess this. guess what? See what happens when his wife doesn't write out the questions. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> ever dance with the devil in the blank? What is the end of this famous line by Joker? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Guess what? It's only two words. It's... Oh. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I did moonlight wow. as two words. <laughs> wow. Yes, it is pale moonlight. I finished with one, two, three, four, five, six wrong, so I had nine right. How many did you have wrong? People can't see that, Brandon. That would be <laughs> three. Three wrong. So the winner this month, finally, 
is Brandon. <laughs> He's clapping in case you can't hear that. Uh, um, see what happens when people don't write out ter- certain tests for other people. Hey, I'm I'm happy for you. Okay, congratulations on the win. I'll pick the movie of the month next month, and and I'll win. All right. And then he'll also have his wife write the test out. <laughs> I didn't have her write out this one, mister. Yeah, I guess what I want this time, finally. All right. Sorry about the hiccup earlier, but, hey, we got through it together, right, folks? All right. All right, so our final topic, well, final two topics. One, we have an email question, which we like to take every once in a while. Actually, once in a, by once in a while, I mean every show. Our email this week is from Matthew from Michigan. He writes, what brought about your love of movies? Appreciate the question, Matt. Uh, It's definitely a, I I picked this question because it, you know, kind of maybe get, get, get you guys to helps you to get to know us a little bit. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. So Brandon, what what would you? How would you answer that question? It's a little broad. Yeah, it's a little bit of a broad question. Um, kind of go about it like, what's our first memory of movies? Uh, I don't I, know. I, I, well, bringing about first memory, like, it's funny. We're talking about you know flashback f- uh, Friday. Batman. One of the earliest memories I have is my dad actually seeing me take that movie twice. I saw it in the afternoon with my whole family. And I was so excited. And my dad's like, hey, Brandon, get dressed. And I'm like, what? And this is like at night. You know, fast forward a little, fast forward a little bit. Uh, he said, hey, go ahead and get dressed again. I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, I'm going to go see Batman again. And I was, I remember being so excited that he bought me uh, sweet tarts. See? Little things you remember. Oh, man. And I used to be like, these are Batman pellets. And I uh, saw a movie twice in one day. And uh, it's one of my earliest memories. I like going to a movie theater. And uh, it just stood out to me. So yeah, you'd say that kind of got you going in the in the movie love. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say. I mean, that's one of my earliest memories. I don't know if that's what got me in the movie love. I mean, I just think movies are a way to live vicariously through somebody else, or you know, forget about your troubles for a couple hours. You know, I mean, it's just a help, a way to help cope with stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is for me. It's kind of an outlet. You know, it's kind of you know gives us an escape from reality you know and and like you said live vicariously through through other people um but i yeah i mean one of my first memories is um i i mean what got me into movies i'd say is star wars you know i had uh, a brother a little older than me who would always watch him and obviously you know only having one TV back then, you know, you you would watch it as well. Um, so I got started pretty early on Star Wars, and yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Um, even remember my parents when Phantom, Phantom Menace came out, taking me out of school the day it came out to take me to go see it. Um, even even Revenge of the Sith when I got a little older, you know, they took me. Uh, my dad, you know, was like, you know, want to just see it this weekend and. Kind of saw that I I felt a little bad that we weren't seeing it opening night, so he you know made sure we got us tickets you know last mm-hmm. minute to go see it, so that was kind of a good memory for me. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know, movies are just I, I see them as as art, you know. It kind of helps me on my emotional side, you know. I don't know, just movies help me to feel. And emotional, I guess you could say. he is, friends. and they're fun. Emotional. <laughs> I don't know. I hope that answers your question, Matt. But I, I, uh, yeah, Matt. I mean, as best we can. Um, it's a broad, broad question. You know, it's a. It's hard to answer that and pinpoint it in what one actual moment. Yeah, do us a favor. Actually, write us back and uh, you know, just kind of tell us if that's what you're asking for. If not, we'll glad. We'll be glad to shoot you an email back and maybe get in some more details. Yeah, and let us know what uh, why you love movies. That would be great too. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, everyone can tweet us at BlockbusterCast uh, on Twitter and email us at BBEntertainmentCast uh, at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. Um, uh, please, even if you don't use iTunes, uh, 
subscribe, rate us, um, leave a review, and uh, we'd appreciate that greatly. Love any feedback we can get. Absolutely. You can also follow us on our solo yep. uh, Twitter accounts. Mine's at Big Papa BBCast. That's B I G P A P P A B B C A S T. And my buddy Ben here, what's yours? Uh, at B C chord B S E C O R D. That simple. Uh, give us a follow, and we like inter- interacting with you guys on Twitter. So yeah, give us some feedback. Let us know any topics you want us to, us to discuss next week, and we'd be happy to oblige. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much our show. But as always, we have our uh, movies coming out this week and our our box office predictions. Well, real quick, I just have to drop this. Yeah, Margaret uh, Roby. Do you know she tried on the Harley Quinn jester outfit? Yeah, I heard. I Can heard you, that. God, oh, I would love to have seen that. Really? I mean, the, I mean, just for a flashback scene, yeah. but I mean, that's how I remember her from the animated series. And, yeah, and the gesture yeah, outfit. And, and actually, just to see her in it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get the comics. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it would play well in a movie. I mean, that's well, what... It play well in my head. <laughs> that's what uh, movies, you know, can be different from the comics, because everything in a comic doesn't necessarily mean it'll play well, you know, on film. I agree um, to disagree with you, just because I want to see her in the costume. Hey, don't you, this guy doesn't listen dreams. to reason, guys. Don't bash my dreams. He okay. does not listen to reason. I mean, where's Waldo? What's coming out this week, Brandon? Well, uh, what do we got here? What stands out? Looks like we <laughs> got the uh, old ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, the perfect match. The brothers Grim Grimsby. The Young Messiah. Yeah. Creative Control. And that's what looks like we got so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the two main ones, I think, are just you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane, but Brothers Grimsby. Um, Brothers Grimsby is that Shasta Baron, Sasha Baron Cohen comedy. 10 Cloverfield Lane is with uh, it's a thriller with John Goodman. It's kind of a, I don't know if it's a sequel to Cloverfield from back in 2012. I think it is. Uh, looks interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, looking at that, what are your predictions for the top five for the uh, this week's box office? Well, I think just because of the name recognition, uh, Cloverfield, I think that will take the number one spot. I'll go Zootopia 2. Hmm, this is where it gets a little tricky. Hmm. I don't see London's Fallen staying number three. No? Uh, uh, well, you know what? Let's, let's take it there. We'll just keep that. We'll keep it where it's at. And then I will take the brother Grimsby four. And I will boot. Oh, well, Deadpool. Deadpool's going to stay up there. I'll move Deadpool to five. What was your number three? Trying to. Uh, London has fallen, gets bumped down one spot. Deadpool five, and what was your number four? Sorry. Oh boy, now you're <laughs> making me do this again. So Cloverfield one, Zootopia two, London has fallen three. Uh, Brother Grimsby four, Deadpool five. Okay, I see your five. And I raise you. No, I don't know. I think. Uh, ah. Zootopia is going to stay number one. Okay. Number two will be Cloverfield Lane. Ten. Ten Cloverfield Lane. There we go. Number three. Oh, man. Will be Brothers Grimsby. Number four, London has fallen. And number five, Deadpool. That's me. So you had Cloverfield, Zootopia, London, Brothers Grimsby, and Deadpool. I have Zootopia, Cloverfield, Brothers Grimsby, London, and Deadpool. I like it. I like the variety. 
<laughs> okay then all right so yeah that is our show for today we had a lot um went a little over time we try to keep it you know 50 minutes to an hour for you guys uh but appreciate you sticking around for the whole show again rate us on itunes um follow us uh at blockbuster cast on twitter email us at uh bb entertainment cast at gmail.com topics questions let us know what you think brandon got any final thoughts no as always uh thank you for giving uh two guys who love movies love talking about movies giving, giving us the chance to uh express ourselves and you guys listen and uh we can't thank you enough so thank you guys yes thanks for the support and uh again that is our show appreciate you guys joining in once again can't wait to talk to you uh, next week. Are you going to be here next week? No, I'm no. actually okay. going to be on vacation. He's uh, on vacation. He's on vacation. I might do a solo show. Don't know. But if not, we'll see you in two weeks. Have fun at the movies this week, guys. Two weeks. Two weeks, people. Batman or Superman, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Daredevil. Let me fade out that music real quick. Yes, two weeks. Batman v Superman, baby. So we'll next definitely week. be having a Batman v Superman heavy show next week. Can't wait for that. Um, well, well, maybe he will be having a heavy one next week. I no, next week, yeah. I might do one. If not, let's just say we'll see you guys in two weeks for now. I don't know if I'll do one next week. So as of now. Dare, well, if, and if you don't see us, Daredevil season two next yes. Friday. Binge watch it. Binge watch it. Yep. All yeah, right. maybe in lieu of uh, uh, doing a movie show next week, I'll just do a heavy Daredevil one by myself if I feel like it. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right guys. guys. Let's try this again. All right, guys. Well, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks at the earliest or at the latest, maybe next week. But appreciate you guys joining in. Thank you so much for the support. We love doing it. We'll see you. Ta-ca! We'll see you.